0: Hey guys, welcome back to Friday Live. This is uh I'm Matt Parker, uh founder of The Crucibles Fire. And uh this is my good friend Bruce Lawrence. He is the executive pastor at Sand Springs uh church in Athens. Say hi, Bruce, to the world. Hi, Bruce, to the world. <laughs> um what we're gonna do today is we're gonna talk about maybe about three things. We're gonna talk about discipleship, small groups, and and the brotherhood of believers. I don't know mm-hmm. that we'll get to the brotherhood, but we're gonna try okay. Okay. um and see what we can do there. So If you'll stick with us for just a little bit, we got some great things we're going to talk about um, to hopefully wrap this thing up today and have some good discussion about what the kingdom actually looks like. So stay tuned. Hey guys welcome back um a couple of things before we get started though bruce um i need to make a couple of announcements and uh ask you guys that are watching to do a couple things i don't know who's out there watching but i always ask you can you give us a like give us a a a share um, and make comments i can't stand the facebook algorithms but it helps us if you will actually make comments even if it's just to say hello So if you're out there and you're watching, say hello. If you're not watching, don't say anything. Right. Deal? Easy. Um, What I want to do today is jump. I'm going to jump right in. If you notice, Tim's not here. Uh, Tim had to work today, and he was planning to be here with us as well. So we're going to have all three of us. But uh, Bruce is here, and I want to talk with him a little bit about how we got to know each other. Yep. Uh, Yep. We've known each other forever. Yeah. um, But really got to know each other a little bit of time ago and uh, and talk about these three things. But first, next, fr- what's today? Today Friday. is the Friday. Okay, next Friday, the 12th. I remember the, what's go. today's date? Next Friday, the 12th, at the Bridge Fellowship in Martin's Mill, we're going to be doing the How to Study the Bible uh, workshop. Now, it's a workshop. It's not a seminar. You've still got time to sign up. I know I've had you had a couple people say, I want to go. I haven't signed up yet. But we do need you to register. So go to the cruciblesfire.org. And click the banner for the How to Study the Bible uh, workshop, and and fill out the form so we know, you know how many books to get ready, how many tables to set up, how much food to to do to to prepare, because we are going to feed you on Saturday for lunch. And so, please do that, send that out. We'd we'll be glad to have you. And that's opens free, doesn't cost you anything. If you can't make it, but because you're sick or whatever, we are going to be offering it on Zoom. But I need you to. Uh, register so i can send you the link we're not just going to put it on you know facebook live you didn't tell me there was food there's food wow and it's homemade food cool. from the ladies and so we're going to eat good i've already seen the menu Amen. you you want to come uh the second thing is the timothy project we are trying to equip 100 uh, pastors down at the border in mexico and this is just the tip of the iceberg um, but we have 100 pastors waiting for us uh, we, we're, we're going to supply them with some electronic digital bible study materials um, we've partnered with Olive Tree Bible uh, Software. They've given us a great deal. That's awesome. It's 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 and it's getting even more awesome as it's get, continue to grow. I've got a meeting next week talking with a guy um, about uh, developing our app, and uh, we've we've got an app out there on the, on the store that you can you can download. Uh, we're going to be redoing that so mm-hmm. we can deliver these videos. Because here's the special thing about next week: we're going to videotape the workshop. Right. We've already got people waiting to translate it into Spanish so that we can deliver the Bible training and the digital resources that they'll need to do the training and be equipped. Um, I got some videos back this week. We'll see them yeah. this week from some of the pastors that went That's through awesome. it. That's awesome. That's exciting. Um, they're saying things like, this changed our lives. This was revolutionary. We didn't know how to study. These guys were like veteran pastors that had right. been 10, 15 years in, and nobody's shown them. They'd never seen a concordance before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not because they're ignorant. It was just, right. it's just not there. Right. and so that's what we're trying to do uh try to be real transparent for the month of november we're trying to raise all the funds for this first deal it takes about four thousand dollars we're about we got about a thousand awesome and so uh we we got to push all of these we got a bunch of stuff for you if you'll partner with us during the month of november um some free stuff from olive tree bible software that they've provided for us which is really cool but it's only good through the end of november right. and so we've got to push through the end of november uh, i hate asking I hate asking for money. I it's just not my thing, but uh, but it takes it, guys. We yeah, we yeah. it takes money to get out there and to serve the nations, as God told us to do. So remember those two things. Next week, Bible study workshop and help us partner uh, with Olive Tree and and to get out and, and equip these pastors. So that's all of the salesmanship stuff. Awesome. So Bruce, all good stuff. It's all good stuff. Absolutely. I want you to tell anybody watching about. Just tell about the berg. You tell your perspective of what we call the berg.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh I use it as a model almost every day when I'm talking to folks. Cool. Because it was an environment where uh people who knew enough about the Bible to be dangerous were there. There were enough, there were people there who knew nothing about the Bible. There were people there who were just starting to encounter God. Right and it was such an environment that uh, as, as a pastor you were part of that group mm-hmm. and I remember having discussions that were so free flowing and we were really exploring this Jesus guy yeah. we were really just trying to get closer to him but we had a, a pastor in the room that whenever we would get completely off track he'd say eh, <laughs> I don't think we can go there. That's now you're questioning whether or not this this word is valid, but it was it was very open. Yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a setting to where um, if I had a question that didn't necessarily flow along with church guidelines and doctrines, I was free to ask it. Right. Right. Therefore, we got to. Really, know Jesus?
0: Well, as I remember, as it was back in that time, and and I just I don't even know if I ever told you this, but Bruce had history in the church, mm-hmm. ish, You know, right. I mean, had, had, yep. he, he was, knew this book, right. um, but you were skeptical of everything, at least mm-hmm. from my point mm-hmm. of Absolutely. view. And Absolutely. and I could I have this vision in my mind of of you laying on the floor at Red's house one time, and and you were just shaking your head like this can't be.
1: Right. Whatever,
0: right. It, whatever it was that we were on was, you know, this can't be. And I remember thinking at that time how freeing it was for me as a pastor. Because what the Berg stood for was BRG, the Bible reading group. Right, right. And we just said, we're just going to read the Bible, take it at face value, yep. Yep. and and then we're going to put it under as much stress as we can right uh, to see if it holds up. Not yep. that we didn't believe it was right necessarily, but... Right. Um, as you figure out that some of the stuff you think you know is not so.
1: Yeah, you have to start asking questions. Absolutely.
0: One of the things and I don't know if you can speak to this or not that I took out of that ex- ex- because I kind of grew up with this idea nobody ever taught me this but it was like you don't question god. Right. You just obey him. Right. Um, but as I started studying, I saw these guys in the stories that I had in Sunday school going to the lord and going, "What are you doing?"
1: Yeah.
0: You know? And now he had responses for that oh, like absolutely. he told Job Stop talking and put your hand over your mouth. You right. know, but he can take the scrutiny.
1: Absolutely, he's God.
0: He's God. Absolutely. And and he can handle our scrutiny. And that was the thing that I really took out of that was that God can. God can handle my questions, and in fact, yeah, I think a lot yeah, of times yeah. God welcomes my questions.
1: You know, at, we've always I've always been taught that phrase "doubting Thomas"
0: uh, right? as a bad thing.
1: Right? Exactly. But it wasn't. It wasn't at all. No. It was, hey, bro, let me touch that. I'm never ever going to doubt that. And nobody in my presence is ever going to doubt that. Right. That was the that was different than what we were taught. Right. You know, it wasn't that he didn't believe him. Right. He wanted he literally wanted to touch it.
0: He had he If if it wasn't true, he was in trouble.
1: Yeah absolutely that's a good way to say
0: yeah it. if it wasn't true he was in trouble and um hey guys got tom on online thanks for checking in um Atlanta, Ooh, alana's on there uh, oh
1: awesome
0: lauren i see Howdy, you babe. on there i see five it says five others but you're not commenting shame on you <laughs> um y'all give us a thumbs up or, or something even share the podcast but the reason i wanted to tell that story today bruce was simply because there's this thing going on i'm reading a book right now i'm not even going to I'm not even going to tell you the name of the book yet right. cuz I haven't finished it and it may be heresy. Right. But <laughs> I don't think so. Right. But it just really has got me thinking. I know Pastor David's been talking about this um I started preaching and teaching about 20 years ago or more.
1: Right.
0: That we put we we took God into this box of it's all about getting. Well, we couldn't say it while well ago before the cameras. About closing the deal. How did right. you put it? Yeah. Pastor Eric talks about
1: let, it. Let us get you in this salvation deal. Yeah, like
0: it's yeah. A, like it's a used like car. yeah like it's a used car and yeah. it, and you've taped up the seats so they don't look so bad.
1: Right,
0: right. And we're so focused on closing the deal, and then then we tag discipleship onto the end of it. We make all these converts, and we hope that that people will be discipled. Right. Um, When I was watching Sheep Among Wolves, if you haven't seen Sheep Among Wolves, go out to YouTube, look it up. It's two hours. There's actually two of them. They're two hours each. Get a box of Kleenex. It'll wreck your life in a good way. You got to do it. But there was an Iranian pastor in the the underground church of Iran, and he says this. He said, the difference in what we're doing and what Western churches are doing, he says, you make converts and hope they'll be discipled. And I'm paraphrasing a bit. But we make converts or we make disciples so that they will be converted. And we have separated these two things, salvation and discipleship. Right. Do you think that those things are separate? No.
1: And, and we, as we were talking before we came on counter, I went to a, a seminar a few years ago, uh, organic outreach, and it had this scale. where was zero was an absolute atheist, don't believe heritage, right? And 20 was John the Baptist, and the zero scale uh, was salvation and i'd always thought of these okay at salvation discipleship starts but that's not how it works right every step along the way is discipleship right and whenever uh along with other things that were going on i think when our people started getting that at sand Springs, when our people started really getting that man it was world changing
0: well and it will because i'm gonna remember as a youth pastor I, and I've told this to her a thousand times, but it's the truth, I was sitting in a Sunday morning service and we had an evangelist in. Mm, yes. A crusade evangelist. And I'm using air quotes liberally um, because his whole shtick was get as many people here as you can, we'll share the gospel with them, which was you're a sinner, Jesus died, and you need to accept him, which is not a bad message. It's, yeah, you know, it's actually in here. Absolutely. It's yeah. just not all the message. Right, right. And I remember him standing on a Sunday morning and he said, where's the youth pastor? Where's the youth pastor here? I raised my hand. And at that time, my youth group was 10 or 15. Half of them were struggling with addictions of different sorts, broken homes, abuse of all sorts and all types. The fact that they were there blew my mind away. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I still have connection with a lot of them. I mean, they just were in rough spots and that's what we were doing and focusing on mm-hmm. healing yep. them. And he said, how many people have you led to the Lord this week, this month? Right. And I said, none actually. And he turns to the church and he says, a youth pastor that's not leading 30 people to the Lord, closing the deal 30 times a month is not worth his salt. Yeah. And it almost, it almost did me in.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Because what I was doing was discipleship. What? And some of them hadn't been converted yet. What? Uh, Bruce and I were talking beforehand about um, the story where Peter and John ran to the tomb. Yeah. I was telling you about this. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever noticed this or not, if you're out there watching, but the news comes in that Jesus has been, he's gone. What? Oh no, we got to go see. Boom, hey take off. Young Buck gets there first, okay, because he's got young knees. Peter comes along a little bit later. John stops, not going to go in, prudent. Right. Peter's Peter. Right. I'm going in. Right. He probably had a sword drawn. Right. He goes in. He sees that Jesus isn't there. Things begin to click. And then if you look in the text, it says, and then they believed.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What does that mean to you, then they believed? What does that tell you?
1: Yeah, that there was, we talked about it earlier. I know, but they hadn't seen it. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's one of those things where I... I know well let's just say it the concise way they're being saved yes right along the way because I know for sure at 16 I got saved right but also know at 30 something I had an experience and then at 40 something and then mm-hmm. twice in the last few months so all along the way they're being drawn closer mm-hmm. and closer so which one of those was my salvation point?
0: My answer was yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Why do you think it is then that, because what here's what would happen in church circles. They would say, no, 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 no. There was one of the, you got saved X. Right. And the rest of that was just your sanctification or your growing of the Lord. Why are we so resistant to just saying that salvation is a process? Right. Why do you think that is?
1: I don't know. I, I, I personally believe that my salvation was at that 16, 17 year old moment. But... I didn't know all of it. Sure, you know, it it was. You're right. It's it's a it's a it's a process. Yeah, and I guess that's why I have problems with folks who get to a point in life and they're like, you know, I've I've done my part. Mm. No,
0: man, this is. You know, I haven't thought about that. That's a until, whole different side of the until coin. Until the day
1: that we go home, we should be growing closer and closer to him. It should be a pursuit yeah. until that day where we hit the finish line.
0: Right. Well, the thing that gets me about discipleship is, and I'm, I'm as guilty as the next guy. Hey, Lauren or Laura, um, the yeah. thing that, that gets me about uh, discipleship is is that we we compartmentalize it. So, and because of the way that we present the story of Scripture, right. the 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 Evangelion, the good news, and the good yeah, news is yeah. is that the Messiah of the Old Testament is here. Amen,
1: amen.
0: It's not just that you're a sinner and you need to be saved. That's true. Yes. But the story is, and I said this was really being laid out in this book I'm reading, and I'm not done, but it's really done well. And when I get done with it, I'm probably going to bring it on here and be like, you need to get this book but, uh, that, that a, a friend gave me. And uh, I'm not gonna, even going to tell you who gave it to me because I don't want to rat him out yet. He ah. hadn't finished it either uh, that I know of. But there's this big story of what the gospel is and it starts with creation it goes through abraham Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. the gospel the the reason that it was amazes me that the gentiles got saved because they didn't know all the rest of the of it right but they got the spirit yeah absolutely you know they got to get the fruits of it and then they started learning um we want to say you know and compartmentalize everything what i'm learning i don't know if this is true for you if it is just speak up and share with us the more I walk with the Lord intentionally, the more I'm finding that I don't know half of what I think I know and half of what I think I know is wrong. Absolutely, absolutely. And my journey's been about asking God to reveal himself to me. Amen. Is Amen. that, that register? Yeah. Um, when we're talking about discipleship, let's try to, I mean, we could, Bruce and I could just chat all day, but let's talk about discipleship. What does discipleship look like at Sand Springs Church? Um. If you can even articulate. I, I, I
1: can, and uh, I was I was wondering how we were going to get into this, right? And there then, you go. And, right, and then, and then I saw your, your intro this morning, and I was like, ah, that's how we're getting into it. So you introduced me as the executive pastor at Sand Springs. Yes. Discipleship means so much to us that that's not the role I'm in anymore, right? Oh, really? I, uh, we have moved to where discipleship in small groups is my thing okay. all day long, every day. That's how much we believe in what the Lord's calling us to do. Awesome. That's how much we believe that that's what the church is supposed to be doing, right? Um, what it looks like at Sand Springs is, and I'm just going to lay out a real quick example we may have some ladies doing a dance fitness class, right? You show up to that dance fitness small group. Are you getting deep discipleship teaching there? Probably not. You're building relationships. Mm-hmm. Those relationships then carry you to Wednesday night. And Wednesday night we do in-house small groups. Well, now you're meeting other people and we are doing deep study, yeah. right? Now we're going deeper. We're, 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 we're inviting you deeper. Well, then, okay, now I know six people, and wow, they are just teaching the Word of God. And I've never heard it taught like this before. Well, then they show up on Sunday morning. Sunday morning, our Sunday mornings are all about experiencing God, worship and experiencing God. Now I'm going to know this God of the Bible that we keep talking about. So we've gone from, uh, maybe I didn't know who this was at all. I've made some friends. We're in a fitness class. Now we're, we're studying together. Now we are, oh, we're showing up at church. And, oh, my goodness, the Holy, Holy Spirit is doing crazy stuff in my life. And I'm, I'm, I'm tied in with a small group.
0: Right.
1: My small group, I can say things like, yeah, I know that's what the Bible says, but I don't, I don't think God works like that. I can say that in my small group. Right. And we can dig it out together. And then I know God more. Yeah. And then I grow in God more. And now I am just, my, I'm starting to expand. And as I expand, guess what? I was made to do something in this kingdom. Yes. Now I have a job in the kingdom. Yeah. So I've gone from outside the church to this thing, to this thing, to this thing. Now I'm serving in the kingdom and all of those things. And here's where I get a little fired up. <laughs> All of those things are activity, right? But they are not the activity. The activity is getting you closer to Jesus, intimacy with the King.
0: Yes, and I want th- to I want to interject there for a couple of, a couple of reasons. Number one, um, you said something right there. the The goal, the main thing is to get closer to the king. Amen. I think one of the places we have misstepped historically mm. is that our goal was to get saved so we didn't go to hell and just wait right. on the rapture till he got here. Right, right. That's not what Jesus said. Right. He said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It Amen. is here. Amen. He is the kingdom. Yep. He, it yep. is here. And we are saved from our sin, certainly. Right. But to bring heaven to this earth. Whew. That yeah. we're, we're not just... And so you're talking about something that to the main structure of a lot of what we're used to in the western world is foreign. Right. right. It's not about bringing the kingdom to the world necessarily, it's right. about making sure I get in. Right. Which is I guess it's better than the alternative, but that's not right. the game. The right. goal is to to be to 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 be closer to the Lord. Right. Here's how pastor EG
1: says it. if the whole goal was for you to get saved He'd have taken you home when you got saved.
0: Exactly. That's that's a good way to put it because yeah. because we've got things to do because there are people that need to go to a fitness class. Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things about Berg was mm-hmm. I couldn't get you to come to church. Right. At that moment in your life, probably right. with a crowbar. Right. Um, but we would go to a Bible reading group. Right. You know, and that's the beauty of absolutely. And, and I've talked with people about discipleship, and they think we can't disciple until we get them saved. we got to them yeah. saved first.
1: You, you keep talking like this. Sean's going to have to get the mobile camera out because I'm going to be running around.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you think, let me back up, and this is going to sound you know, self-exalted, but it's not. But I, I want to make a point because I know the answer. Right. Speak to the role that that group had in your spiritual formation and bringing you to where God has brought you?
1: It was it was along, like I just said, it was one of those steps I was telling you along the way. Right? It was one of those steps to where, uh, I don't know that you even know this, but I had gotten to a point where I... I, I was brought up. What church I understood was in a very religious mm-hmm. congregation. Right? Uh, however you want to say that. And so... We only had certain scripture that we hammered on, right? Yeah. You know the scripture, yeah and, yeah, and that's it. But we didn't, we didn't know know our Bibles, mm-hmm. so I, I we had pushed back away from that so much. I was studying with a a, a Catholic, a Jehovah's Witness. I was <laughs> I was studying this thing with whoever would sit down because I was questioning everything, yeah, because I wanted to know the God of the Bible, not just the God that somebody told me about, right? I wanted to
0: know him right? and that environment allowed me to do that. Well, and there's a difference in knowing him and knowing about him. And, and I think that in in our church world, a lot of the time we focus a lot of our energy on teaching people about him right? and not inviting them to know him. Amen. Amen. Um, 100%. You can know uh, Matthew seven. I just drew a complete blank. Is it Matthew seven? Is it John? 7? Matthew seven. I just had a complete brain lapse. The the New Testament, yes, New Testament. Broad path, narrow gate. Yeah, absolutely. I I literally can't preach a sermon without putting that in there, right? Because all of this religious activity. Yeah. And he still says, "I don't know who you are." Yeah. It just wrecks me. Yeah. You know, because the goal has got to be getting to know him more deeply, and so even in our religious service, Mm. is it bringing us closer to him? Yeah. You, You know, I love numbers, right? I do. <clears throat> and
1: I, I read a book last year. I mean, it, it, they had this pastor was just, I'll use your word. He was wrecked by the fact that his people were very active, but he had no way to quantify if they were getting this thing or not. So they just started developing all these crazy questions and putting all this stuff out there. And they had like a, I don't know, it was like a, 10,000 questions over 100,000 churches or something. And they had all this data. And they couldn't put it together, so they send it off to, you know, one of those East Coast schools that you pay a lot of money to go to that weren't Christian. Yeah. Just, hey, put this data together. They put it all together, and they found out that there are are classes of churchgoers, Mm. right? There are are this group that have learned to rely on Holy Spirit and God for everything in their life. There is this group who are beginning to learn that. Mm. There is this group that... Don't know, do not know anything about it. And then there is the second group, the the searchers, right? We've all heard that expression in the church world, the searchers, the seekers, right? the, seekers the searchers, the, the ones who are exploring. Uh, in this book, this guy says, and it made perfect sense once I saw him lay it out because my heart had felt this for a long time. He says that this group you think it's the, the teenager down the street. You think it is the, the addict that you talked to last week. That's who you think is in this group. Most of this group is made up of folks who came to church, and church was the end game. They never went past the pew.
0: Mm.
1: And so when you when you read that and you hear, like Billy Graham used to always say, you know, some crazy number, like 80% of church heroes are not going to heaven, you know. I agree. And that explained it to me. They got to church, and it was the end game. Knowing him...
0: Wasn't the end game. Wasn't the end game. That's profound. Absolutely. Well, I've been... I, one of the things we've been praying in our prayer group is, yeah. you know, the Bible says that he has shaken the earth.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that once more, he will not only shake the earth, Amen. But the heavens Woo. and... I know I'm getting all, I'm getting, yeah. look, you can see him. Oh, yeah. Um, And when he does that, everything that's not eternal Amen. will be shaken. Amen. Only that that which is eternal will remain. So we've been praying actively as a group yeah. at our at our prayer time that he would shake everything that's not eternal. Amen. Because he says that which was made Amen. is going to, to Amen. go away. We have made yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Yep. That's and... It, when I start talking about this, people, a lot of people get really defensive. and They're like, well, you, you're against the church. No, no, I'm actually for the organized, come-together church. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But that can't be the end game. I right. love the way you said that. Yeah. Because the end game it's, is knowing Jesus. The building is not the end game. Exactly. The bride. The bride, pe- the bride is, is. Absolutely. And the bride becoming more like Jesus and being transformed yes. into his image. Yes. That's the end game. Yes, Absolutely. That's and you know and so we 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 kind of we've danced all over the place which I knew it was going to be a free form kind of uh, deal it's always like sorry. that. No, I, I was intentional. Um because if we talked about everything we want to talk about we'd be here till next Thursday. Absolutely. And I would have to go to work in a bit. <laughs> you probably have things to yeah. do. Yeah. Um I, the thing I want to make sure people that are listening and watching today get, amen. is that discipleship exists before, during, and after someone Amen. comes to know Jesus. Amen. We were talking and I want to give some examples. Yeah. I'll give an example I want you to give a couple. Right. Um Saw a guy at the store the other day. How you doing? Ah, it's been a rough day. Yep. Can I pray for you? Amen. And we prayed right there Amen. in front of God and everybody. Amen. Not as a show, but just as yep. a well, this is what's needed. We do it. Mm-hmm. Um that's discipleship. Mm-hmm. You got examples like that, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, and that...
0: I'll put you on the spot.
1: Yeah. You know, we have all the times you run across folks that, you know, you see you can just tell, and especially whenever you've moved barriers in your life, and Holy Spirit has just got your antenna on. Yep. The, the, the guy next to you at the gas station. Yeah. You know, having a bad day. Uh, literally, you know, he's got to move the whiskey bottle out of the way to get back in the car it doesn't matter. Yeah. That conversation, that hey man, you okay? You know Jesus loves you. Yeah. That's that's a step. It is a step. Every step. Um every step is a seed sown. Um we have I, I love to when we got to eat, you know, you have folks that'll come up to your restaurant, your waiter or whatever, and, it's a good story. And uh they they're taking care of you and and you always we're going to pray, right? Well, that's the good Christian thing to do is we're going to pray over a meal even out in public cool are you inviting the waiter to pray with you right right how about the table next to you because it feels weird when you do it but I have seen people be so affected by that that we have folks that when we go into a restaurant they're like hey I want that table yeah. right and when you start to pray it's not them standing there dutifully okay well I'm let these guys pray no, we have this one particular way. When you start praying, she's reaching for your hand. She wants in on this, right? Right. Because she hasn't been to church yet with us, right? I don't know that she knows Jesus, but she knows there's something, something. going on. Right. Uh, Brother Eric says all the time is, man, people just really don't care what you're doing for Jesus. What they
0: see him do for you will get their attention. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, and, and for me, Discipleship is just intentional living. Absolutely. That's all it is. That's all it is. And to, to we talked about this too. The Great Commission yeah. is not to go out and make converts. Amen. Amen. Um, the, the Great Commission was to go out and to make disciples. What right. is a disciple? Someone who yeah. has discipline. Someone who is being shown the ways of the Master and invited right. to go along with them.
1: Right. And we don't want you guys to misunderstand. We are not poo-pooing the whole conversion salvation process we're just saying it's part of the process
0: yeah it's just bigger than we think right it's just bigger than we think because i mean i grew up in church Mm -hmm. i mean i think i was born in the fellowship hall Right. and um all of that's formative right i was telling a guy the other day i was like you know there's so much of my upbringing that my my knee-jerk reactions would be like well that's not the kingdom that wasn't the gospel or the full gospel and so i want to reject that's my my flesh Mm -hmm. says that Mm -hmm. And so I, I want to really get the, the real stuff. But the truth is, is all of that was formative. Absolutely. Every Bible story. Absolutely. Every prayer. Every time I went, all right. of that was part but, of my journey into knowing who Jesus is.
1: And, and you know, it's just kind of the American way right now. the things that you don't agree with or hurt yeah. you or bad or whatever. You just take them and push them out of the way. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, growing up and... Um, I wouldn't have chosen my dad to be the kind of dad he was. But at the same time, you're talking about formative.
0: Yeah.
1: My dad being the kind of dad he was made me the kind of dad I am. Right. You know, I'd be danged if I'm going to be that guy. Right. right. So when we have these experiences mm-hmm. in churches and we're like, well, I'm never going back to church again because of that. Oh, you're not there for that building. You're right. not there for those people. Right. You only went there to experience this Jesus we keep talking about. Right. And you know what? You're going to have bad days. Yeah, You're going to experience people who don't know him the way that
0: you, you want to know him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That doesn't mean you quit looking. Well, and and not only that, is you're going to have days like Peter when Paul had to rebuke him. Absolutely. You're going to have days where you're not doing it. All right. You, you open the box. Sorry.
1: I will tell you guys, this guy right here is he's at the top of my list. One of the people I love most in the whole world. If we had to account for the hours that we have spent (laughs) arguing,
0: (laughs) right? Right. and Spiritually discussing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, arguing is not a a bad word. It's not a bad word.
1: But it it was all this whole growing
0: process, right? It's just because for both of us the end game is to get it right.
1: Absolutely. And and Absolutely. by and
0: by get it right, I don't mean check off all the right boxes. I nope. mean understand who God is. Yeah. And know him more. That's the yeah. goal. And if we can get there through crunching numbers, let's get there through crunching numbers. Absolutely. If, Absolutely. If, you know, whatever it is. And you know, you said something a while ago and a lot of people do this and, and they think about we have to expand our vision of the gospel, whatever, into you know, the guy may have to push his whiskey bottle
1: yeah.
0: back yeah. and, and what I'm learning, mm-hmm. there are people who have a real sensitivity to people in addiction. Yep. Fill in the blank, yep. whatever, yep. whether it's adoptive yep. care, this, yep. Yep. abuse. Yep. Someone to the uh, went to the the Jews and some went to the Gentiles. Right. I have a. I think I think I think a God given passion. Yeah. yeah, I could be wrong. It right. may just be me. Right. But I think it's a God given passion. That one of the biggest mission fields that we have right now is in the church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and people are pushing aside their liturgy package or their instead of pushing over the whiskey bottle, they have to push over their Bible. I mean, their uh, their church bulletin. Right. But they're not any closer to the Lord than that guy that's pushing his whiskey bottle. Right. And I have a passion for people in the church. Yeah. Proper professing yeah. believers who don't have the foggiest idea who God is. Amen. Amen. And maybe it's to their discredit. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's all our fault. Right. I like to, as a as a man who has stood in the pulpit for a long time and yeah. not, not even doing it now, but we have to take our licks, guys. Yeah, absolutely. For yeah. not leading people into that relationship.
1: We are changing some roles at church, and we have a, a, a young man who's uh, stepping up, and he's taking in the, on the, the youth leader role, Right. And as that's happening, it's it, it's one of those things to where, man, it just, I can't think of how to say it, but I, I'm, I'm I'm totally on board with where you're at. It, it's, we have to get past this whole, Eric says sometimes churchianity, right? Mm-hmm. Because I want to help that young man, right? So I'm digging in, and I'm studying, and, and I'm like, well, oh, that's I don't I want to build a youth group. Right. I want to know what the what Holy Spirit says. I want to know what God is doing there, right? So I flipped my board upside down after I had all that stuff written down. And just by chance, I popped across this video that said, Why Young People Leave Church. Mm. And the number one reason, the one that I wrote down in big letters was... The, the the faith walk that my parents had was boring, unimpressive, and if it's that easy, it must not be worth much. Wow. So safe, so soft, right? If it's that safe and it's that soft, what is it really worth? Right. Whenever you have the generation that is... The generation of cause, right? Yeah. They want to be in on a cause. Yeah. And we have a young one sitting right there behind that light, yeah. right? They want to be in on the fight. Yeah. Have we given them the vision to be a part of that? Have we given them the opportunity
0: to be a part of that? Well, and that's just it, is, um, and we're going to wrap this up. I mean, it's time, we got to go, but. Um, I don't want, I, I'm like you. I don't know how to say because you don't want to. You don't want to just right, but uh, and start spitting stuff out there. But the generation that's coming up, yeah, will give themselves 100 percent to what they believe in. Amen. Good, bad, or ugly.
1: Yeah, they're and, the most comparable generation to the great generation of World War II.
0: Uh, yeah, and with potential, and we give them a bad rap. Yep. But they're the most equipped, the most capable. Mm-hmm. Amen. And Amen. the most willing. To take up their bed and and walk, Amen. And to, to take Amen. up their cross, and it, we've we've been so busy building things yeah. that God's going to shake. Yeah, we we've, we've stopped looking at what's He doing. Yeah, David did this at church the other day, Ooh. and if you're watching this and, and you go to the, the bridge, you go back and look at the sermon. He put up the Henry Blackaby experiencing God had this yeah. thing in his book. Amen. And about you find where God's moving and you get involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was the most life-changing idea Mm -hmm. you know because we we were born or raised with you build this thing around what god Mm -hmm. that's not what you do he'll build it yeah and um and so as we as we're wrapping up discipleship yeah is intentional lifestyle absolutely showing people who jesus is and inviting them to be closer to him Yep, absolutely you can do that in a million ways yep and there's not a qualification point
1: if you're eight yes you're in on this
0: yeah exactly absolutely and you know and so my encouragement i always want to give people action my encouragement to you is the next time you're out there and you're at walmart um and your checker looks like she's having a bad day don't just say man i'm sorry you're having a bad day i mean pray with them give them some hope yep um the waitress your kid your wife yeah um don't i mean you know we always we always look out that's my probably my biggest vice i'm I'm really good at looking out i'm terrible all the time at looking in I miss this thing right in front of my face. Amen. Is discipleship. Well, they're not saved yet. I can't disciple them. They're not shaved yet. I want to I I want want to. to eradicate, just yeah. completely obliterate that idea. Absolutely. Amen. Is begin to show them who Jesus is. Amen. Invite them into following. Because that's what Jesus did all the time. Yeah. Come and see. Yeah. Just come Absolutely. and see. Where are you staying? Come and see. Yeah. Why are you the way you are? Come and see. Yeah. And so... Um, I want to thank Bruce for being here with us today. I really you, do. I know you took yeah. a lot of time to drive all the way out here, and uh, I appreciate that. I love it. I wish we could do it more. Well, and, and we'll, we need to do that. Yeah. And and uh, we got, guys, y'all pray for us. The I call it the studio. It's my yeah. office. Uh, but yeah. uh, it's coming along. It's but, nice. Uh, it's it's cool. It's way better than the closet that I was in.
1: And I'll come just for the coffee. Just
0: for the, <laughs> the coffee's pretty good. Um, but don't forget, next week we've got how to study the Bible workshop at the Bridge Fellowship. Go online thecruciblesfire.org, click the the link, and register. We've got a pretty full class already. I'm really awesome. kind of surprised. Um, we got a bunch of people coming online. Um, it's open to anybody. It's free. Please yep. come out. And and really, I really want the more people we can get there, the better, because we need to practice doing this.
1: Yeah. yeah um. Yeah.
0: And we need to get it down to a science so that we can deliver it electronically. It's yeah. not the same, but it, we, we've got opportunity to really share. Um, because I said in a, in a video that I was doing yesterday, it's kind of like looking at pictures of the Grand Canyon. They're yeah. beautiful, right. but it's nothing compared to when you get there yeah. and start climbing the rocks. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Reading your Bible is fantastic. Yeah. But when you start learning how to dig in and study it yeah. and learn what the, the languages meant and those kind of things, yep. it's like a picture versus being there. Yeah. And I want to encourage you to do that. Also, don't forget about the Timothy Project. Um, right now, in the month of November, it's like everything that we get in that's not going to pay for the website or something like that. We're on a mad dash to get these digital resources to these pastors. I get these messages from them like, "Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah, we're yeah, not there yeah. yet." And uh, you know, we've put ourselves on a deadline that by January one, they'll all have their digital resources and their video training, and we'll be walking through a hundred pastors Amen. teaching them how to dig deeper into the word of God so that they can then repeat that out with yeah. their uh, with their congregants and their people, yeah, yeah. which is exactly what we try to do here, which is learn, teach, repeat 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2. Yep. And I know that verse is important to you oh, as yeah. well. That's, yeah. that's kind of what we do. That Thanks is, for that coming. That is my life verse. Yes Guys, all. we appreciate you. Even if you catch this video and it's not live and you're out there, thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a like, share the, yeah. <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs> share the thing. Excuse me. Share the thing. And, uh, and make some comments on the video, even if it's just to say hello. It really does help us get God's message of, this, of, the, of the gospel, which is the whole story of the Messiah coming Amen. to Amen. give us his presence. I hope that you, as you go out today, uh, find ways to become closer to the king. That's yeah, yeah. what you got to do. Absolutely. Just get closer to the king. Yeah. And that doesn't mean everything's going to be wonderful. Sometimes you get closer to him when everything's falling apart. Amen. Amen. So we love y'all. We appreciate you. Thanks, come back next week. See you later.